Flying the Buttermilk by Baldwin, which is a collection of essays that reflects upon life growing up in Harlem and in the American South during segregation. In the film, American Son Leon explores recent issues concerning Black people's oppression under white police officers in the same country. Baldwin writes about the Black people's experience of poor education and the injustices many people faced at the time and continue to encounter due to institutionalized racism. Leon in the film American Son portrays how an innocent black person can be killed due to prejudice and institutional racism. Baldwin writes in order to challenge these ideologies and to ask the dominant race to consider an alternative viewpoint. Moreover, he portrays the cruel reality of black children to appeal to the general audience. Baldwin does this through imagery and use of literary technique first-person perspective, and Leon does this through positioning, lightning, lighting, tone of voice, gender of actors, and emotions on their faces, etc. Therefore, my global issue is the difficulties faced by ethnic groups due to institutional racism and white hegemonic ideologies. He wasn't learning any, nothing and didn't nobody care if he would never learn anything and I could just see what was going to happen to him if he kept on it like that. This quotation includes double negative, which is a low standard of English. It can also link to abonics, which is an informal way of English to, for black people. This has been um, diverged from people who had low educational level. Low education includes scarcity of the support and materials, but also human resources. Black Americans generally had fewer opportunities as they are not being cared. White Americans viewed them as useless and inferior than the white people, which is the main reason for the low levels of education. Not all education is equal since education is not informed. There are many different systems of education and ways of teaching, which makes education varied. The quality of education can be sometimes depend on the funding it receives, and many people families are unable to afford more expensive schools that offer more resources and faculty. I was told that 45 girls had left school for maternity ward the year before. A week or 10 days before I arrived in the city, 18 18 boys from G's former high school had been sentenced to the chain gang. This, co- this line includes the internal narration, which is the narrator in the essay telling a story to the reader. The narrator, who is a white man, was hard, and this adjective implies that he is not directly related to the matter of black teenagers, but the outsider of the society of black people. The culture of black American and the life of lower social class created the new culture of juvenile delinquency as there were lack of caring and or adults. Students without care and control could be easily misled and resulted in the situation as in the code, such as leaving school for the maternity or being sentenced to the chain gang. The vicious cycle of this um, can is the problem of the black society of the 90s.
Another quote for how much could they do if they care. There were too many children from shaky homes and were now parents in aging inadequate plants. They could be considered most of them as already doomed. Adjective shaky is not actually shaking, but is a metaphoric description that the household is unstable with various internal and external factors. General poverty of black people due to many deaths in war to be proven as U.S. citizens led to lots of difficult households. Another adjective of worn out represents the link, represents the difficulties of a single parent or um, parents who are in the society which is already being um, discriminated by white people. At the end of the essay, uh, in the beginning of the essay, Principal G's former high school was introduced by Baldwin, who was um, 75 years old when he was finally retired. It is an example of inferior education environment for black people children as his discipline was to have two boys with conflict to beat each other under his supervision with leather belts. Physical punishment wasn't a problem during 90s which is the um, even more the reason that uh, G's friends had to go through this segregated system of education and this social school learning program is the reason for malfunction of black education. At the end of the essay, narrator asked G and he gave a strained laugh and said he didn't know. I don't want to think about it. This line shows that black Americans mentally have to rely on religion to bear with the life they have under white hegemonic ideologies. Jesus says then, I'm a religious man, he said, and I believe the Creator will always help us to find a way to solve our problems. If a man loses that, he lost everything he had. This proved that he had, they had nothing but religion to support them because the white hegemonic ideologies and racism such as black as useless and lower than white Americans take many privileges and rights from the black American. Um, for American Son, Leon presents modern-day racism with a real case of black child being killed in misbelief of the policeman. The movie portrays the inequality based on race, classism, prejudice, oppression, and the adaptation of black people in such a society, and how it regrettably remains as an ever-present part of today's reality. Originally from a Broadway play, it was adapted into a film in 2019, which focuses on divorced parents, Kendra and Scott Connors, and the unfortunate loss of their biracial son, Jamal. This is still one of the documentary shows the image of a black woman standing behind a white woman whilst the officer stands from a distance. This is called an over-the-shoulder angle, which is often used to give the audience a new point of view, that of which of being a mother's perspective as she's shown a submissive manner as she stands behind her white ex-husband. This angle also creates a more dynamic scene as the audience gets a clear realization of the subtle racism being thrown at the woman as the officer mistreats her whilst giving ex-husband information at the moment of his arrival. This isolated shot 
shows a mirror of submissiveness of as the police officer starts to become compliant to his body language when he realizes that the white man in his mind is the white's husband and that he's just bluntly instant call in front of him. White policeman says, I'm sorry, who exactly are you? Which is challenging for Scott, being arrogant and scared, replies as an, he's an FBI agent, which is a high class than the white policeman. And the white policeman um, is amused in awe, and uh, he mutters with cowering and withering action. The scene the scene in the still two vividly shows the thoughts of two bit different black people in American society. Lieutenant Stokes believes that black people should have been taught that the world is nice or best for those colored people. Black people should accept the truth or submit the um to the or adapt to the situation they have. It is painful to endure oppression, but it is going to be the best way. Um, to avoid more violence. Miss Alice Connor says police are the ones serving them, not the other way. She wants the society to work how it should work. The lieutenant in the scene is standing up, pointing at Miss Cor- Corner, which um, implies that he is aggressive toward expressing his thoughts. As Lieutenant Stokes is a man with power, Miss Stokes shows a withering post that is um, lower in height and leaning back. The clothing also implies the contrast between them with the lieutenant wearing a suit, which is a suggestion of higher status, and Miss Connor wearing daily wear with jeans. Jeans itself is worn by factory workers historically and also implies a difference in social standing. The b- background is dark and raining, which suggests the argument is not pleasant and interesting. The still series focuses on the global issue of grief and the loss of child byproduct of racial injustice. The scene consists of Kendra and Scott, devastated by the loss of their child, sat on the sofa grieving on, in the foreground of the shot. The parent's reaction contrasts greatly with Kendra visibly and audibly wailing with her hand, shaking in anguish while Scott remains stoic but visibly distressed. The diegetic sounds of Kendra's wailing suggests intensity in her emotions, and for Scott, murmuring slowly builds him, verbalizing his true emotions, I can't breathe. In addition, the non-diegetic sound, such as the violin sound, additionally increases when the camera zooms in with a slow and sad tone. Despite these differences, they are united by their group. In their gloomy lighting of the scene, their race and color are essentially one and same with the both of them connected to the dark feelings you're experiencing. The scene consists both diegetic and non-diegetic sound. A non-diegetic sound features a high-pitched violin, which blends with Clandra's own high-pitched cries, amplifying the grief exponentially. The background with sound of raindrops can be discerned when they Rainfall again mimicking the cries of the parents and conveying the pain one can feel upon their losing child. In this scene, the director uses zoom in shot ending with the background rather than the people highlighting the window and rain outside. This could perhaps be viewed as a parallel between the griefs of the parents and the rain, they are both perpetual.
The line if this asshole, little asshole, had told you, says conditional and alternative example of a policeman acting toward a white man and a black woman. Therefore, the both Mercanton and Baldwin present difficulties faced by ethnic groups due to institutional racism and white hegemonic ideologies. They both use language to communicate these issues, and Mercanton also uses visual elements. In my opinion, the one I prefer is Baldwin's essay because it is more accessible and has longevity. The true documents stay and are being taught, however, the film will work could be forgotten.